these people. Oh. Wow. The Warner Theater in Washington, D.C. <coughs> I should look that up. All right, let's go. Warner Theater. Let's head there. There we go. Let's do it. Well, Are you ready? That's that. I need you to slide over a spot. Oh, Jesus. I'm old. No, no it's fine. Yeah, you are. I got cancer, you piece of shit. No. Uh, <laughs> 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 and here we go. Hey. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Here we are. Uh, this isn't fair, Joe. What? You want to know why this isn't fair? Why? Well, because you gave me some Buffalo Trace, uh, and I had you've had nothing. That's right. I had a snap. So <laughs> I've had. Whoa! Shut up, TV. I shut you off. Wow. It does that. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you feeling feeling good? I am. I'm not even done, oh. and I'm. I haven't had anything to eat since like I gave you dinner. So well, I had chips, but that doesn't that That's doesn't a, do anything. Yeah. No, it's. I'm 100 percent more drunk than you are. Womp womp. Oh, 100%. See, look at this. It's yeah. this, the what's left is watered down, but yeah. it's still there. Yeah. So I don't know. This is gonna get interesting. Woo. You're welcome. How are you feeling with your Snapple? Sna- good, hydrated. Did they tell you you couldn't drink? They did not, but I just don't want to like do it for a little bit. So I actually haven't drank since uh, April 6th. So what you're saying is that this is a practical joke on me. Sure, sure. Interesting. On everyone else. <laughs> sure. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome. Welcome to Opposite of Important. We're back. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Also, Joe, I need to tell you something. What's up? Uh, this is a countdown uh episode because uh, my computer my laptop which i bring to record us on is at 19 percent. okay all right so uh this is a race against the clock Ah, and the clock is the battery and the battery is dying let's do this so we'll see what we can get accomplished at 19 percent. go so what'd you think hey everybody we just watched um the new louis ck special special. uh no controversy around him (laughs) at all lately yeah uh but yes he had a thing on his website you could go and purchase uh the special so we watched that and uh good stuff yeah yeah um i think it was pretty good um he he touched on the thing he touched on the obvious and multiple times and uh it was interesting because uh I think I just haven't seen his comedy for some time. It's been a long time. And yeah. I think his pace and his jokes are just like, oh man, that's dude, when so he fun. was on SNL. Yes. And pushing the envelope just to push the envelope, it was hilarious. <laughs> exactly. It was and so good. And I mean, he had a lot of that same uh feeling to this special. Mm-hmm. And so for uh, this one, he was in a smaller theater, about yeah, fifteen hundred in DC. And uh, I think he he knew that going in because he sold out the place. And these are people that uh, support him, they, yeah, or at least they support comedy mm-hmm. or whatever it is that he knew. He knows where the line is yeah. now, and he can kind of get away with it. Yeah. So he did that and uh, told some really good like gut punch kind of jokes that stuff. should have gone the other it went a different direction and you're like oh that's my i that's the kind of stuff i mean you heard me that's the yeah. kind of stuff that will make me laugh yeah 
and uh, like a legitimate laugh out loud. That that will do it. I also am very aware that that's the direction that I'm headed as far as looks. Yeah, Louis yeah. C.K. <laughs> Louis C.K. and myself, we we look quite similar. Louis C.K. showed up in his typical. He uh, even had the little bit of gray. Yeah, and his here. Yeah, yeah. He showed up in jeans and a black shirt. Yeah. Um, and there was one special that he did in a suit, you know, and I didn't know what he would project as just the norm mm-hmm. or, I mean, he did seem, he addressed the obvious and he was kind of more, he has apologized for yeah. it. I know that. This is not his apologetic time, but this is his first special outside of everything happening. Yeah. Which I would have maybe expected him to be a smidge more dressy? I wonder I if he... I don't know. He's going to he, be himself. Yeah. I wonder... I don't know if he just went directly to his website and wanted to self-release because I know he's done that before. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Netflix would have offered him anything. Well, Netflix was it. the first to drop all of his specials. They did. When, he, when this all unfolded. I didn't know that. So they just dropped all the rest of his stuff. Like immediately uh-huh. when all of this went down? Louis, because they yep. because they were afraid of the backlash yeah. if they didn't. Of like, why, why would Which, you care? I mean, I get that, but still, f- fuck you. They dropped Louis from FX. I mean, it's not like it doesn't it. exist. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's all political, you know? Yeah. It's all... Well, I mean, it's already there. Yeah. It's like it's like Disney trying to say that Song of the South never happened. Yeah, it's it it happened. So I'm you know I don't know. It's I I feel like it doesn't necessarily have to go away. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's touchy. But uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe uh, he did come out and apologize, and I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, you know. But uh, he's the first comedian to. Uh, do self-release because that's not the first time he's done it uh but you know jim gaffigan's done it with mr universe Mm -hmm. he didn't he didn't uh put it out anywhere later it came out on something but that's how he originally five bucks Mm -hmm. i'm well known it's not gonna i don't know how much money i I would really wonder i would really be curious to see about money Mm -hmm. if you're a comedian of how big of a difference does it make to go to a streaming site where they buy it right versus i'm just gonna set the price at five bucks anyone can buy it you know i'm sure you're making way more money going to a streaming service yeah but i don't know five bucks is five bucks well this was like eight yeah like eight or but then on the flip side there's people who pay and then there's people who pay and then they put it on like torrent sites yeah Yeah, so then you're out money there but you're still getting the word out and like i don't know mm-hmm. making more fans and so i don't know it'd be interesting to see what their life is like when they make those big decisions mm-hmm. to swap over and you know gaffigan moved over to uh amazon because he already had five specials mm-hmm. on netflix and he's like i'm gonna put my sixth one on amazon and more people will come to amazon and that'll yep. be good for amazon yeah you know um it's just weird i don't know yeah highlights what'd you think um, I think uh, he hit some good. Uh, I just I had forgotten about his comedy. Like 
just I used the to way just, he delivers it exactly his delivery and yeah. some of the imagery that he used. Like uh, this doesn't really ruin anything, but I just laughed really hard at the you know uh, if you watch it you'll get it. So I'm not ruining anything. Yeah. Uh, but one of the tag lines was like a red Gatorade bottle rolling around in the back of a 1998 Windstar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just I've been there. My cars looked like that. Like. And then uh, all of his all of his jokes that were you know uh, just you're going down route A and then you just hard cut yeah. to route B and it was just it was really funny. He touched on religion, uh, so he kind of came out the gate and uh, touched a little bit about the obvious. Yeah, and then he talked about religion and then talked a little. I was trying to keep that set list in my head of um then he kind of talked about traveling and people's shops and oh i've got i have a girlfriend in a different country and uh i think i think a lot of his stuff is split part of it is he's going for shock value yeah and saying something that people are like that shouldn't be being said on stage right and then part and then the other half of it would be uh stuff that almost everybody thinks True. but doesn't say um cuz then he talked a little bit about words yeah. in general and so he talks about the word retard mm-hmm. and he grew up in the 70s it meant something different yeah. and uh, you know uh so he touches on that so that's yeah. a weird subject yeah. the, and and I still have I don't know if you still have but I I still have people in my life that will use that word the way that it was used in the 90s. Yeah. And I'm very much of the... And he touched on that, too. Right. I'm very yeah. much of the mindset that if I can't... And I know other people have said this before, but if I can't be smart enough to learn another word to use instead of that, then, I mean, that's on me, and I'm ridiculous for not being able to... Come up figure with, that yeah, yeah. To, to do something else if it is offensive to somebody yeah but it is interesting that it it has turned into something that is offensive but the way that it was being used is not meant to say that just like the people that i know some of them in my family some of them that are are friends that uh, they they still say it the way that you used to say it but it doesn't that's not what they mean. Yeah. That's one of those things like going through that and evolving through that. So he kind of danced around it, but he still like he this is what it used to mean. Yeah. This is what it was and this is what it means today. Yeah. That's been that was kind of an interesting way to put it out there. And he still had that shock value and he's I think he's always been that shock yeah comic. Uh because then he'll just twist it, and then boom, and it, oh god! Well, like, you almost yeah. need somebody like that that is in the spotlight, so to speak. I mean, he's yeah. less in the spotlight than he used to be, but as long as like comedians are watching that, and and likewise, it helps people. It makes it so that the middle of everything isn't so censored. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because you've got the extreme, something like this, and then somebody that's a little bit more PG all the time. It means that the middle is less censored when you have stuff like that. Because I feel like you still need to have, uh, especially in comedy, uh, 
you need to reserve the right to be able to say things and to be offensive. And it, it and if somebody is offended by it, that's that's on them. But you still have the the freedom to talk about anything that you want yeah. to talk about and the freedom to say whatever you want to say because and not to be all weird about it, but that's kind of what this country is all about. It's freedom we're, of speech. Yeah, we're supposed to be able to do that. But so then we to have, have somebody this far in that direction, uh-huh. it kind of helps level the playing field. Yeah. yeah. And then you have the whole, you have PC culture and that's hard. Yeah. Um, and I can see where that's where if you say one thing wrong and people jump on your ass that, yeah. uh, you know, there's people who are just unapologetic and that's how they do their comedy and that's what it's going to be. And, uh, you know, that comes with colleges, colleges, or some some colleges are just not going to hire certain people. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know, I've talked to someone that used to do uh, used to do bookings at Iowa State. Uh, that was really interesting. She used to be like the president of the student union board, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm like, well, what about PC? She's like, there's no PC culture at Iowa State. Like they can say the performers can say whatever they want. They can swear, cuss, okay. do whatever they want. So I'm like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Now, um, when you are putting things together, because I've heard your set several times. Yeah. Um, you are a bit more family friendly ish. Yeah. PC ish. Where, where are you at when you are thinking through things? Is that just because you don't really think in terms of that? You're thinking of a different ch- type of way to be funny, like a yeah, like a um uh, and I mean, it's not even necessarily a PC thing. It's just that the the topics that you usually touch on aren't really that controversial. Exactly. And I'm not really, you know, I like to I like to have the audience in on the joke, you know. Yeah. Of just like, oh my god, that's good, you know. And uh, I don't like to split people, right. you know. Um, and not that I'm. Um, I'm fairly clean. I mean, there's a couple yeah. jokes that are a little dicey, uh, but uh, for the most part, I'm fairly clean. I mean, I, I will swear, I will cuss uh, when I want to, uh, and when it needs a little bit more uh, pizzazz, you know, um, <laughs> just to punch it up a little bit. But yeah, if you listen to my comedy, it's it's kind of how I think, you know, yeah. just kind of like when I think it needs to be, it's like uh, otherwise um, it's not going to flow well through you. Yeah, it's like that, you know, when you, you, you picture someone sees like a, a funny sign, you know, and then you got that guy like, hey, everyone, look, look, ah, it's funny. Ah, yeah, it's funny. You know, that's kind of, I guess, the best way I can put it into yeah. terms. Like, ah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Do you <laughs> feel like do you enjoy Getting people with the laugh, or do you enjoy getting people with any bit of shock value from um, what you're saying? A little bit of both. I think what's really fun is when uh, I know you know your stuff through and through that you're kind of on autopilot, and so you already know what the next couple sentences. So while you're saying the joke, you're scanning the crowd and kind of seeing how people are moving, and it's a weird once you get into that zone you're doing so much to like calculate the audience and where's the laughs coming from, from that last joke. Yeah. Uh, let's see where it goes. And you're kind of calculating it in your head. It's really fun. Uh, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this one I know kills because I've said it here. I've said it here. And you kind of go in your head uh-huh. and you're like, this one I know is a solid joke. Mm-hmm. So you take your time to kind of slowly say the setup and then 
here comes the punchline. And yeah. then, boom, you just kind of take that moment to see people like, all right, that paid off. That was pretty cool. Uh, so, I mean, I like the simple jokes. I like the ones that have the quick twists and turns. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think it's the anticipation that, like, I'll give it two seconds here. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, it gives people, I've had applause breaks before, and that's, like, unexpected. But just, like, oh, shit, I nailed it. And, okay, they liked it. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's what I like is it's just another thought process and if you can break it down and give it to the audience, they're on. They want to like you, right? They're on your side. So if you can kind of give them your thought process, then they're like, "Oh, I didn't think of it that." Way. And then that's the jump. Yeah, that's it's the fun. rare that you go into a set with people immediately against you. Yeah. So as long as you can keep them on your side. It's not Def Can't Jam comedy where everyone's just like, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) I ain't afraid of you. Yeah. I don't know how people do that. uh, What's one of your favorite bits that Um, you do? You don't have have to say it. I I have uh, uh, audio of them. But uh, (laughs) your uh, one that has given you some of the most payoff in the uh in the end i got two um one's my closer for now Mm -hmm. uh it's my sweet corn joke if you know it i break down sweet corn you guys think we're uh you guys think we're ready for recreational marijuana all right that was nice uh i think uh, we've already been going through the motions here so uh i feel like that motion has been purchasing sweet corn because buying sweet corn in Iowa is like buying marijuana. It's sold on a corner of a street from the back of some guy's truck. And if you're, if you're like me, you purchase it from a guy who has a beat-up trailer in the far end of a Walmart parking lot. Looks like he hasn't showered in a couple days and he only accepts cash. If you know him well enough, he'll actually drop off a bag for you at your back door at night. It's really nice and convenient. You'll start asking your friends, like, hey, did you get sweet corn? They'll be like, did I get sweet corn? Yeah, it's good quality. Yeah. It's totally grown. Like, did I get sweet corn? It's been growing in my backyard all summer. <laughs> and then another one that's just kind of peppered in to it that gets a good but ump. Yeah. Uh, is my D Mac joke oh, that's of yeah. uh, being a little bit dyslexic. I'm not really dyslexic, but I have a joke kind of peppers right into it goes right with the flow mm-hmm. of everything i wrote around it yeah and people are like oh my god what? so it just gets this <laughs> i love that i love that joke and uh i think that's probably one of my faves um it's good I've, I've written a lot i've written a lot and uh uh it's fun that afterwards we have a great group of friends that we you know uh, uh as far as our personal friends you yeah. know uh that have come to open mics and uh, to hear them afterwards go, oh, I really like that. I'm like, oh, that one's new. Yeah. Oh, I, that was so good. I'm like, well, okay. It's good. an interesting okay. feeling to have your actual real life friends experience your like one of your jokes or or a set of sorts. Yeah. When you're so used to delivering it to randos. Yes. Or and and I mean even if it's the same set of randos when you do it, you know, if you go to open mics, especially in the Ames or Des Moines area, it's a lot of the a lot of the same people 
over and over. So you yeah. get to know them and you get to be friendly with them, but they're not like your your close friends, yeah. like what we have around yeah. here. So to have them, especially for like your your birthday party. Yeah, yeah. When we had a bunch of people over, including a couple of the comics from the the Ames and Des Moines Area. comic yeah. scene. Yeah, we uh, you had them come over. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's kind of a different. You take that feedback a little bit. I don't know. Maybe more seriously. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. I mean, uh, our th- our group of friends, as far as personal friends versus comedy friends, which have kind of become personal. You know, uh, they're very warm and very. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, they want you to do well. They're yeah, supportive. 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 Yeah. yeah. So. Like the the night of my birthday party when I turned thirty, I had you know we just did a comedy show in my garage, and everyone just no matter how bad the joke was, they laughed hard. Right, and I'm like, <laughs> all right, the best kind of audience. All right, here we go. So I don't know, I don't know how bad I actually did, but I feel like I got some laughs. Yeah, and then I just wanted to give people something. Uh, I I was no pro by any means, so right. I wanted to reach out to a couple guys we knew, uh, you know, uh, Cody and and uh, Shane, yeah. and they've been doing it for a while, and they you know they they can do twenty plus minutes. They and delivered. I'm, I'm not there. I'm not at twenty minutes. You know. Oh right. That's yeah. cool. So I'm like, let's fill an hour and just you guys. There's no don't. There's no. They're like, what about standards and practices? What, what I'm like, do. You, do you have anything like politics? We kind of have a mixed crowd. No, we don't have any politics. I'm like, mm-hmm. we're, we just work blue. It's I'm mostly like, dick jokes. Yeah, I'm like, perfect. This is going to be great. <laughs> and uh, so I'm like, don't. Especially since your mom and dad are here. I, well, that, they don't care. Like, right. they, they know the audience. And then oh, they, for sure. They, they're like, it's weird that you brought your parents to your comedy. I'm like, it's my birthday, of course. Yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, so I think that was the cool part was I'm like, don't worry about swearing. Don't worry about going over your time. Like, if you do 20 minutes, awesome. If you do 15, that's okay, too. We're going to just try to fill an hour. Yeah. If it's 45, that's fine. It doesn't fine. need to be so structured. Yeah, and we yep. just, if you want to try new stuff, we have a new audience, you yep. know? And then they're like, ah, and I wanted to give, you know, our friends already kind of knew our comedy, something new, you know? And then even my... I think there were, there were a lot of them there that hadn't seen us do anything yeah. before. Because a lot of the shows that we had been doing we hadn't started doing uh stand up at timeout yet no at least i don't think not yet so a lot of the stuff we were doing was in des moines yeah which most people would not go to see that that's so. right but we had a couple cool con and then even my neighbors right next door or mm-hmm. in their 70s they came over they said they had the best time oh good holy lord and uh but yeah i agree it's like that's the fun part. And I don't know what you see when you write uh, or your perspective, if you are uh, kind of different in every day. I, I wish I could be more like you in the respect that whenever there is a new thing coming up, I don't like repeating myself. And I like to come up with new stuff. So I have all of this stuff that I've at one point thought was funny and either I delivered it and it did well or I delivered it and it kind of fell flat or I haven't had the opportunity to do it yet. But whenever there's another open mic that comes up, I like to do something that I that's fresh to me. Right. Which then 
is a problem because I haven't had any time to actually refine it mm-hmm. at all. And doing the birthday show here, it was easier for me because it was almost kind of like a roast yeah. about you. <laughs> so so that so I and I knew that that would work like because work. you know we're playing off of off of friends. Har har, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm getting disturbed because the more that I think about it, the more that I think that Joe is another Ted Bundy. <laughs> Hear me out. He does live alone. He disappears for hours at a time because he has to go to Fort Dodge to buy a accordion. He has all the information about the accordion, but I've never seen it. He's very good at justifying this shit. He's trying to make his basement as alluring as possible. And that was fun, and it worked out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why I like to just go through it. Is you know, when you go to open mics, yes, you already kind of know everyone's shit, right? But it's just like anyone else that I listen to on podcasts that are comedians, and it, it's it's going to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's going to the gym. You might have that joke that landed, but you know, you keep saying it, and yeah, it's in your head. You keep uh, you keep working at it, and you might think, "Oh shit, there's another turnaround for a punchline that's yeah. better, and I can do that." Yeah. So that's kind of part of why I'm so I try to be so consistent with it is because then it's just mm-hmm. in your head, and that's when you can start playing around with it. Yeah. And when you're on autopilot, you're not thinking about your set so much. It's true. You're thinking about people in the crowd. Like, yeah, I bet you like that, didn't you? There, little. Or what you know, you just kind of <laughs> yeah, you know. Update for you: we are at ten percent. We are ten percent. Ten percent. We started at what nineteen? Yeah, yeah. This battery, I Boo. tell you, I replaced it myself. You did. Did, you, you did, did I a, tell you about that? You did a good job. My the previous battery that was in this laptop only started on fire twice. Ah, Boo. I'm not sure what exactly was happening. Stupid. Uh, when I was trying to take it out of my MacBook Pro, but it definitely started on fire inside my house, Uh-oh. but it was contained. And I successfully replaced the battery, and now it works. But as I previously mentioned, uh, it's dying, and I'm still drunk. It's at nine percent now. Nine percent. Nine percent. My God. I don't know if it's gonna, if it's going to be one of those things like a cell phone, where if it gets to five percent, it's just done. <laughs> yeah. I true. guess we'll see. If for any reason this episode just stops. This is then you know what happened. Okay, FYI, folks. FYI, FYI this could this ship could sink at yep. any fucking moment. And then when Lance gets home, he'll record a little piece saying, "Well, that's the show." <laughs> and, I suppose I yeah, could do that, that. That might work. Or I'll just or I'll just leave yeah. it and say, uh, this, "You guys know what happened." This concludes our broadcast day. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I've never heard that before. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, I love. I don't know. I haven't written for a while. Obviously, I have right. new jokes about cancer but i want to get away from just being the cancer guy you know but uh uh you think of something funny every day you jot it down you try to you know play with it it's something yeah. funny someone said or a weird situation you got in yeah you know uh and that's what i tell people there's a lot of people that don't think they can do comedy but i try to tell them you're funny yep you tell jokes really well in a crowd like at a party that's no different than going up on stage. Well, I, you know, I'm not sure. It's like, okay, 
I know what you said. I think that's funny. Why don't you go up and then that's all you're doing is just saying the same joke. Just everyone, you have more attention on you, you know? Uh, True. So I think more people, I think people are funnier than people think. Yeah. You know? And yes, Mm. there's a lot of people who are. And you have to have at least enough confidence to get up in front of people and have the, uh, I guess, the capacity to to bomb, yeah, to do terrible and and, and take that as a win, yeah, as like, well, I know what. At least I'm learning something that doesn't work. Okay, and it's nice having a a tighter community that they're kind of on your side. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's I've had nights where I've bombed. Or I've rushed. I've uh, <laughs> it, and it teaches you like, oh, I'm not as prepared. Uh, I'm distracted, or uh, th- I'm not used to a smaller crowd. Right. You know, and it gets hard when you're in Des Moines. And I don't know what's up with Des Moines. Like everyone just fucking leaves after their friends up. Like it's annoying. It's stupid because yeah. you show up on a Thursday. You have a nice crowd and. You know, of course, you bring your friends if you're if they're not into comedy, but they want to watch. They're up. They do five minutes. And then after two, three comedians then the crowd disappears a little bit. And then two, three, four comedians go. Crowd dwindles. Well, yeah, you get like one person that shows up with eight of their friends. Yeah. And then they stick around for one comic after them and then they bail. Yeah. It's really dumb. It's kind of frustrating. Like, if you're coming out, fucking stay. Yeah. Just hang out. Like, it's 40 more minutes or whatever, you know, just to support other people that are around. What the fuck else are you doing? I know. Come on. It's Des Moines. There's nothing going on. And we learned. And, you know, the one way that, uh, shoot, who's the long hair guy? Uh, Yeah. um, he had a joke about the parachute guy. Uh, the long-haired guy. Uh, it was. I know his name. He knows yeah, me. Parachute. Uh, the fuck is his name? Yeah. He's What's got, that dude's name? I forget. Anyway, he did it. He did it really well because he just took your name out of a out of the cup. Yeah. Sometimes there's a sign up, and you sign up. And right. You, you know, you're in the middle. You We're know. talking about wool hat guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. Ah, he. Des Moines friends. You're I don't. Gonna, Dude, I got him on Facebook. I know. What the fuck is his name? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Up. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Damn it. Everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll find it. But it's he happening. did he did great and he kept people. He kept people because Yeah. Sean. Sean, that's yep. right. Sean, sorry, buddy. Sorry, so, Sean. Anyway, uh, I hope you're listening, maybe. I don't know. Um I should remember that. I don't even hear the name God, Sean I know. very often. So uh he kept it going because he said uh uh we we put everyone's name in the cup. And then yeah. we draw a name out, and whoever's name we draw out, he's like, I will buy you guys a martini at the yeah. lift. And then you're kind of around. Is that the, the name of that fucking bar? The lift. I couldn't even yeah. remember. So we went like four doors down. Yeah. And that's where you kind of just got to talk to comics. And and uh, I we talked to a, a girl that was from Canada. Mm-hmm. And that's the first and last time I've ever seen her. Yeah. You know, I've never seen her again, but she talked what she did for a living and and we talked comedy and it just felt like it felt like New York. It felt it was like cool. what you did where you you go to the gym and then you go work out and 
you hang out with your buddies. Yep. And even though we didn't really know people, they were like, that that bit was so funny. That was really yeah. good. And oh, thanks. Nah, it was, nah, it was nothing. Everyone's really humble and really supportive yeah. in the comedy community. And and, and, uh, and maybe that's the big difference between the Des Moines area and a larger city is that they, it's possible that they could be less they could supportive. Be, yeah, a little bit more business. more about like, you know, I want it to be me. I don't want it to be you. Yeah. You know. Like a little bit more. I could actually be on a TV show in Chicago. Yeah. So fuck you and I'm going to screw you, you know, or whatever it is. Oh, is it going to be Oprah? That's what I think when I see you on stage. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to be on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to motivate you somehow. I know, right? (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Is that Lance in the audience giving me the bird? Oh, yeah. Weird. Who knew? But yeah, it's, uh, I got to work up some more. I'm really curious to see because comedy is kind of, lacking right now because there's you, nothing happening you can't go so <clears throat> i wonder really, uh when was our joe rogan show supposed oh, to be funny thing yeah um i actually emailed uh this is a fun side thing okay i actually uh facebooked uh wells fargo arena all right and i said i don't know if you know anything but is there any information on joe rogan performing may 15th for everybody else we have yeah. tickets to go see joe rogan good tickets yeah very excited about uh, so I'm like, do you have any information on Joe Rogan being rescheduled, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I understand, but I gave it them. It was supposed to be May 15th? May 15th. Good Lord. So like soon. less than a month. Yeah, that's not happening. Exactly. So yeah. they said, they didn't send me anything. They said, we are monitoring the situation and we will put out a post, blah, 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 blah. So then... I flip over here to Joe Rogan's podcast. He's been talking about it, how everything's getting getting pushed. Yeah. So I flip it over to Tom Green's episode yeah. where he's interviewing Tom Green. And Tom Green, of course, is a comedian. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, are you doing anything? And uh, he's like, well, I'm supposed to be doing a show in uh, Des Moines. And uh, that got moved. But it's interesting, like... <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. I heard it from Joe Rogan. <laughs> I didn't hear it from Wells Fargo Arena. Yeah. I'm like, huh. So it, he doesn't even know. I haven't heard anything official, but I'm like, well, I guess that's... Yeah. And it's obvious it's not going to be a thing, because right. why would it? You know? I don't I don't think anything's going to be happening no. until next year. Yeah. I mean, I'm really curious to see what this resurgence is going to be. When it uh, apparently comes back mm-hmm. in force in the fall, uh, as well, far as COVID is concerned, that's what I'm talking as about. As a performer, I know it's like if you don't perform regularly, you kind of get uh, you get stage fright. It's just kind of normal because you know you just kind of get used to your life. So I'm curious to see when live comedy comes back. Yeah, if it's going to be rusty, you mm-hmm. know, or they're not going to be. Quite, I know there's pros. Uh, it's going to be fine. Yeah. But I bet you yeah, it's going to be a little bit rusty mm-hmm. here and there. And then people will get the groove of it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I yeah. don't know what's going on, but we've been sitting at 7% for a while. Woohoo. I, batteries are fucking weird, man. I don't get it. It's weird. Yeah, anyway, your, your boy was on um, uh, Real Time with Bill Maher, Jay yeah. Leno. Oh yeah, he was on nice. there on Friday. Oh, I need to watch that. That'd yeah, be fun. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did a couple. A couple oh, jokes okay. On I, I didn't need to watch that. Yeah, I don't know where my boy is. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, there's Letterman. one. Uh, there's another YouTube. I'll have to show it to you. Uh, it's called Notebooks. Okay. Uh, so I forget what comedian. 
there's a comedian on Joe Rogan that said, I have this idea for YouTube. I want to do it. Uh, I need help. I don't know. Uh, but he basically wants to meet with comedians and each episode's a comedian and they go through their old notebooks, their comedy notebooks and just flip through. Oh, so Joe Rogan, cool. I'll have to send you the link, but Joe Rogan was on one of them. And it was like, Oh, here's a joke book. Here's one of my notebooks I've had since 1990. And they just flip through it and go, what the fuck's that mean? I don't know. That's not funny. <laughs> it's like, so looking back on, notes that you write in a in yeah, a joke so, book it can be pretty humbling it can be hard because you figure out you're like that's gross. like what why did i think that that was funny yeah and and time is not kind no. to some things that you write at all it isn't but then you try to decipher like what the fuck does bat wing chicken nuggets mean i don't it's like something you think you're gonna remember it but then you're like what the fuck's that mean i don't i don't know have you been uh inhibited in any way whether it be alcohol or any substance of your choice and written things down oh yeah yeah Yeah. now when you look back on that uh what do you think um i Takes a minute. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get yourself uh, in that frame of mind? Uh, I, you know, you feel like that that would be kind of inspiring as far as some of the thoughts that can come up. And I know that that's a thing that Joe Rogan does that that he's talked about on yeah. his podcast is that he'll smoke a little bit or or whether it be an edible or smoking, I don't know, something yeah. weed related, and then and then try to come up with. With material, and he's, and he's like, most of it doesn't hit, yeah. but occasionally there's something good in there, and it's just fun to get your brain wrapped around yeah, going. Yeah, uh, intros. Oh, and then I wrote just rando intros. Joe's looking at his, uh, My his notes. phone notebook. I decided to write a bunch of intros that I thought would be funny for like, you know, uh, I got Liz to say a few for like karaoke nights. Okay. When you introduce someone, oh, we need Ben. Ben, he eats sub sandwiches by the sea while watching the sunset, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or here comes Karen. She combs her hair with a fork. Or just like <laughs> stupid stuff. I'm pretty sure that's a dingle hopper, Joe. He still believes in Santa. That was like, a Little Mermaid uh, reference womp, womp. because I'm hip. Dingle hopper, you're a dingleberry. Thank you. Wait, that's a <laughs> what else? They got? He got stuck in a tree. The firefighters claimed it was a ficus. Uh, I don't know. Something. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, Joe. Joe had this thing that he thought I'd run karaoke quite a bit. So he was saying that with every rando that you introduce for karaoke, <laughs> maybe just say something ridiculous right about before. them right before <laughs> they go up. Or really, after. ultimately, all that's going to do is just confuse them. Yeah. If they're not a regular, and then they're going to miss their first line of the song it's and like, then just be mad at me. Or so, after, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, man. What, I'm trying to find... Sometimes I leave my uh, thoughts. Hookapook. I don't know what that means. Uh, Hookapook? It says thoughts, and it says hookapook. I don't know what that means. <laughs> What? I don't know what that means. Uh, I got oh, I got my Shagtober list. My okay, one I did from when I was in. Oh, good God, that was we went to go see uh, Ingrid Michaelson, and yeah. then I left early to go home, and then I went to Boone, and did some comedy, and then I came back to Story City. To do, did you leave to, early that night? Yeah, I thought you stuck around for I a little bit. I stuck around at. I left early in the morning. In the morning, so okay. we had some eggs, 
And then it we was left like, Paul's house. Why am I house. remembering this night wrong? Yeah. So I left Paul's house and right. then drove all the way to home, changed, went to Boone, did comedy, went to meet with Veronica and Lars, then we went to go see Polly Shore. And they're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, you're like the Midwest rambler of just <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Which was a weird, your <sighs> your comedy set that you did, you said that that was super weird. The setup was strange. And, well, yeah. And people were like way far away from the stage. They Wasn't were. That what it was? And they're a mellow crowd. It was a good show, but they're more mellow. Just and an I'm, update. We're still at 7%. Jeez, keep this it up. This laptop is messed up, Oh, man. Chris Rock and... So- oh. What's going on? Okay. Uh ooh, that was a different show. Um, I felt like I bombed, but I also had someone that people knew. Well, but the thing is, is that if people are so far away, you can't really tell if they're reacting. Exactly. So you I had to kind of. I, I mean, you couldn't even see their fucking facial expressions, yeah. let alone hear if they were chuckling under their breath. Yeah. It you was know, weird. You feel like you're playing to fucking crickets in the grass, mm-hmm. which is pretty much what you were doing. Yeah. Um, it was different, but it was, it was fun because I learned about it and I'm like, oh, this is just a mellow crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a mellow comic. Um, yeah. you know, I'm not a Stephen Wright, <laughs> you know, um, but it was a good show. And then the person that came after me was Max Power. We got to have her. Molly would be really fun on here. Uh, she's a comic. Um, she, uh, was after me. So I introduced her and more people knew her. So I was basically opening for her. And then she did like 20 minutes uh, and it was really funny. It's just, oh my God, it was just different. Not people didn't really know me, but they appreciated a lot of people started talking to me like, how do you, how do you just tell jokes? How do you do that? I'm like, Uh, I'm like, well, yeah. So I'm like, well, I just write a notebook. Oh my God. I've always thought of doing it. I never, you know, I just, well, what the fuck are you waiting for? It's like the easiest, it's not the easiest, but as far as the amount of uh, anything that you need to put towards it, I mean, besides courage, time, that like that's yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Just get up there and talk. I mean, have you ever wanted to just get up there with no material and um, talk? That's hard. Like, I don't think I operate that way. I think that booze helps. Booze does help. Yeah, um, at least it would help me. By I, the way, six percent, six percent, everybody. Six percent. Uh, we're running oh. out of time. Um, but yeah, Matt Jacobson was kind of a, he's funny. Uh, he's funny. Like uh, he, okay. So I tried to go up and get like, I was bombing and then I'm like, fine, I'll just, I'll riff. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a riffer. I, I, I'm better with someone else, but for the audience, we've been pretty funny. The two of us, we have, so I'm better with we've a duo that. Yeah. on, on stage, but when, when it's like, off of somebody. it became the audience versus me. So I'm like, uh, give me a topic. And then Matt, uh, yells out, uh, uh, Ronald Reagan, like <laughs> fuck you, man. <laughs> I love you, but man, come on. Come did we film our last uh, uh, last duo thing that we did here in Story City? Remember when they I, hired us? for I think that we audioed thing? it. I don't think we filmed it. We audioed we? it. It's where on your phone. F- where the fuck is that? I want to see if I can yeah, find that. That was on your phone, and okay. we got paid. That was our first paid gig. Yeah, and it was a last minute. Holy shit! That they tried night. to not pay us. Yeah, but eventually we got them. I know money. we got twenty five bucks. <laughs> That but cool. that was amazing because it was last minute and it was that day. And yep. uh, we're like, uh, can you do comedy for 20 minutes? I'm like, uh, 20, probably not. But mm-hmm. let me talk to Lance. And then, uh, oh, my God. Then we Easy just peasy. did it that yeah, day. It was good. 
I'm like, holy shit. So I ironed a shirt quick and you went over some notes and we grabbed some whiskey and we went in the back. <laughs> and we we bought, we didn't just, we got my glasses from the house. Yeah. And we went through the back door because it was BYOB. <laughs> so we could have. <laughs> so we had, we had oh, glasses of whiskey walking around. Yeah. And it was, a, what was it? It was the, the, the chamber meeting. Yeah. The annual yeah. meeting. And we're just walking around. And they wanted stand-up comedy. They had somebody coming from somewhere else. Yeah, already. That then that had bailed. He had the flu. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we were approached uh, because we're super badass, clearly. <laughs> and so, yeah. And, and we started we making up... fun of our hometown, and they yeah, loved it. It was good. I didn't know how it was going to go over. Uh, but then they said, in, in your programs, you have one name, but we got it better. We have two comedians <laughs> That came last minute, and we were setting each other up the best we could, even though good. I was doing poorly of picking up your cues. <laughs> there was just was the like, one cue <laughs> where I said something like, hey, Joe, the other day you were saying something to me about such and such, and you're like, what? I was? <laughs> I'm like, I was? Oh. <laughs> Which was funny in itself. We made fun of the parade route, and it's like nine yeah. miles long. Everyone was just cracking up. My God, That's I can't hilarious. believe we did that. God, we got through that. It was fun. Then we're just like, I think we're done. Yeah. Five percent. Five percent. Five percent, everybody. Thanks, five. percent. Thank you, five. That's <laughs> yeah, a theater thing. Don't ah, worry theater. about it. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. At least I know, I mean, everything that's going on is super shitty, but I know that we're not missing out on open mics yeah. right now. Because nobody can do anything. No. Worldwide. So, nobody yeah. can do anything. I'm wondering if uh, if we're going to go through a bunch of stupid COVID jokes for a while. There's got to be. Which there already is now, but like once comedy is a thing, like again in real life, I, I don't know how much is going to be all about COVID and like, you know, yeah. like we're just going to have to go through that. But you're going to have to work to make it original. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. I know there's not a whole lot going on right now. I yeah. get it. So I'm so, waiting. I don't know. Some of the stuff I don't even find funny. Some True. of the stuff that I see online and on Facebook, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah. I get it. Like what? the weird music videos and change, you know, doing parodies and the naked stuff people like that. are kind of like the naked people. There's people online where they're like they're naked, but like okay. th- their bits are covered with like a slice of pizza. That's you know. I did see the pizza like, thing, or like there's a wine glass that was and like. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ah! one with the wine glass where he pulled the thing. Yeah. And out from under it, whoop. and then put like he had something taped yeah. to himself. First of all, I'm never going to do that. I'm, I'm far like, too hairy I don't, for that. Four percent. Four percent. We're dying quickly here. So I don't get the naked people. Why? Why? I, yeah. Why did you? Why do you need to be naked? Is it like a shock value <laughs> yeah, thing? So gross. that way you get more attention by like nobody's seen. Uh, Stuff. mediocre looking <laughs> naked person Ew. yeah at least be attractive then i won't there, complain so i don't know i i feel like moderately out of shape naked people are a dime a dozen yeah i yeah. don't know I mean, but maybe it's a shock value thing throw a rock yeah but, i i saw the the pizza thing i saw today yeah somebody had reposted it and i don't i don't know why it exists too many, but it exists no, just no just yeah, i don't i don't know no I, part of me is like, you know, if I practice this just right and just strip down. I've, I've just been, I don't, I don't know. I haven't done anything, you know, trying to be funny 
online about any of this. I'm I've, I've just yeah. been spending the time with my family yeah. and, and doing stuff with the kids. And I, I don't know. I, I said it before, but this whole thing's been kind of great for me because it's rare that my family is all home at the same time. So right. this has been kind of essentially like a staycation for us. Yeah. yeah and I hate that word. I mm-hmm. think it's stupid, but, but that's what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're just staying you're home trying. and we're all together and it's nobody has anything to do, you which is great. Drive in theater in your backyard. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to come over and check that yes, out. Yes. So it turned out pretty good. I need to figure out what to do for sound. The kids were playing. I bought them Animal Crossing because they ah. wouldn't shut up about it. Nah. So I got them that. And that was the first thing that we did on the projector thing in the backyard. But mm. um but yeah, I want to do a, Demolition Man is still happening. Yeah. We're going to watch that. Yeah, got to do it's that. It's going to be good. Uh, three Is that a three? Three. Three Oh, boy. Three percent. Yikes, yikes. I don't know. We might get close to a full episode here. We might. It's going to be close. I'm afraid that when it gets to one percent, it's just going to stop Whoop. or maybe even at two. This is, uh, we are... <laughs> Our, our shit uh it died that's everybody. it that's our show we're now we're now on my phone <laughs> thanks for listening we're professional yeah, that's it thank you and we will talk to you guys next week love you All long right. time bye bye